Bostons. Welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Friday. We'll pretend it's Friday. We're really doing this Thursday. Yes, spaghetti and meatballs are here fiddling with the knobs. Babyface Joel Solomon producing this mess and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, Darren, the parlor kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hi, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Football is here, brother Bry. You know it. You're Raiders. Oh, yeah. No one's Jaguars. They played each other. We're going to pretend we uh, know the result. But again, we're doing this on Thursday for Friday. <laughs> Are, did you watch every minute of Luton versus Stidham? Is that what it is? No. Jake Luton versus Dar- Jared Stidham? No, I didn't. I didn't watch those. <laughs> you didn't. Okay. All right. Good. Good. That's a good a way to few, not hate few, your team few minutes. early on. A few minutes. But listen, we're up and running. <laughs> Football is here. Uh, it's August, which means the August Prop Culture Contest is up on extrapoints.com slash arcade. Um, a question like, uh, Parley Kid, do you, are you familiar with Groot? Yeah, from... You know, uh, Groot, yeah, Gardens yeah, of the Groot's, Galaxy. Uh, it's like a root. Yeah, like right? That's right. I mean, yeah, it's like a tree. Yeah. Um, there is yeah. a question in our August Prop Culture how many times will the phrase I am Groot be used in the opening episode of the new Disney Plus show? Over under 20 and a half. I mean, he does say it a lot. It's basically the only thing he says. I, I'd say? take the un- I would take the under. I, how, how many times could you say one thing on, uh, on, oh, on the show? I don't know. I so, guess so. Yeah, I don't episode? know if it's a half hour or an hour. I mean, I guess that information would help. Uh, I, I, I mean, went under. Uh, so there you go. So, yeah. Brother Bry, I mean, we, this is what we got to get you a gold hat. Let's just do it already. Am I wearing mine right now? I can't even tell. No. I feel like I'm, no. oh no, I'm not. I switched it off. I was wearing it for extra points. Let's get your gold cap. You go nine out of 10. You figure out the Groot question <laughs> and others and we'll get you that gold cap. Extrapoints.com slash arcade NFL. Let's talk about the Watson ruling. We thought we had a ruling. We thought he was suspended six games. And then Roger Goodell says, uh, not so fast. I got a guy. And he says, uh, I mean, it is really crazy. Our friend Joey, who is a defense attorney, pointed out that the NFLPA continues to make the worst contracts um, for its players because Goodell can now take a ruling that an arbitrator, it was supposed to be binding. And like, nah, people are too pissed off. We got to get you suspended. Paulie kid, what's the right way to do this? I don't know what, uh, I think they want him fined. I think he has to get fined a little. They feel like it. $345,000 is a slap on the wrist. I would agree with that. Yeah. At least for a year. I I, look, I'm no, I'm no attorney. I'm no uh, lawyer, but uh, this makes no sense. I mean, uh, how many Mm -hmm. times if you're uh, the emotional roller coaster and look, it's probably deserved, but I mean, what, what does Watson have to do? I mean, if at a certain point, uh, you know, um, just, I feel like, like you said, an independent arbiter came up Mm -hmm. with this ruling uh, it should be what it is. I mean, I, I this this union is uh, rather weak. It seems like in terms of yeah. the player, the, the players' associations. I mean, NFL guys, they got they got the worst deal compared to the rest of these uh, professional, at least the, out of the four major mm-hmm. sports. I think. Harry, I know you don't give a shit about any of this stuff, what, where he goes, what he's, you know, suspended uh, for, except when it comes to fantasy. Would you take a chance on Deshaun Watson? Let's say it is six games. Where are you drafting him? Oh, boy. Um, still, look, I think in, in fantasy, you can always get a decent quarterback late. Right. I've always come up with that kind of idea in theory. Um, 
maybe now you haven't won the league in like two decades, but I'm glad you give us all. But your I have all made the playoffs yeah. last, but between me and you, I made the playoffs last year. So, um, didn't I, Brian? <laughs> okay. Um, all right. Was it last year or two years ago? Last year, the year before. Sa- but anyway, Sal and I were in the playoffs. I, I won. So, yeah. I, you're talking to the winner right here, but go <laughs> oh, ahead. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really? Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah really? Really? Oh, not even close. Miracles uh, do happen. Where miracles you, do where happen. Can you, Listen, where can I think you get you could, Watson this year? Well, like two, like three years ago, I think I got Russell Wilson in round seven. So maybe you can get Watson even later. You can get him in round eight, maybe even nine. Oh, I think so. Oh, wait, yeah, I think wait, for sure you can get later. him later. We, you can always, yeah. you can always get good quarterbacks in like the tenth round in our league. We only have ten guys, so yeah, yeah. I said t- so start your boyfriend Kirk Cousins, yeah. Harry. Take him with the in the ninth round, and you can get Watson probably in the eleventh round or something. Probably will. Probably won't I work. Think that's Listen, the Minnesota Vikings colors today. That's right. I should mention all your uh, fantasy questions could be answered. He's not. He's now drifted off this uh, podcast. Oh, he's he's doing. He might be preparing for this right now. Eddie Spaghetti, Jen Piacenti, they're back. Waiver wired. They're going to go over specifically nice. today which quarterbacks mm-hmm. you should take, which are top tier, middle tier, all that stuff. There you go. Hey, another quarterback in the news. Tom Brady turned forty five yesterday, and Harry. I'm going over all his over-under props, over-under 35-and-a-half touchdown passes, over-under 45-20-and-a-half yards passing, most passing yards 8-to-1, MVP 8-to-1, most passing touchdowns 5-to-1 odds. Give out, Harry, your Buffalo Wild Wings spicy player prop pick of the week. Do it right now. Out of those that I mentioned, what do you like? I do like the over 35-and-a-half <laughs> touchdowns for Brady. Look, guys, he's been a pro since 2000. Had 50 oh. touchdowns in 2007. At 45 years old now, his birthday was the other day. His first, his, his two best seasons after that 50 yard touch, 50 touchdown season were the last two seasons. 83 total touchdowns the last two years, 40 and 43. They got free agent Russell Gage uh, from Atlanta, who is very fast, very good, but still hasn't had more than four touchdowns in the season. With Atlanta, watch him have like eight with Brady, with, no, with and then they're just clicking on all cylinders. Evans is a stud. Godwin resigned. No Gronk, no problem really at tight end with Cameron Brait. Brait's had at least four touchdowns in five of his last six seasons with the Bucks. And Julio Jones might have the best opportunity of his career, a chance to resurrect his career, get some points, get some touchdowns. Brady, over 35 and a half, he gets it done again. Like I said, last two seasons, he's gone 40 and 43. All right, I now have to rate this uh, according to Buffalo Wild Wings heat scale. And Harry, I am going to give you a Chipotle barbecue mild. I don't like it. I think something's up here. I mean, this is ridiculous. Usually the props suggest that nobody's ever going to get injured. I feel like they're working four missed games into this because of all the things you said. What were the touchdowns in his last two years? 40 and 43. 40 and 43, and the 40 was in a 16-game schedule as a buck. He should be well into the 40s, except that everyone's going to bet it. Harry, you're wrong. You're on the wrong side. I'm going under. There you go. Uh, Here's the thing. I don't know what you guys are going. I like all the unders. I always like the unders. 45, 20.5 passing yards. He went way over this parlay, kid, the last two years. What What are we missing here? Is he going to be handing off to Leonard Fournette just nonstop, or why are these That's, numbers so much lower than his total? It's again, that it doesn't make sense. I, again, I'm not the guy who believes in like fishy lines yeah. or anything like that. So uh, I'd be willing to take a gamble on the overs here, especially when it comes to the touchdowns and the passing yards. And mm-hmm. I'd po- possibly 
roll with Brady. Uh, the older he gets, Darren, the better numbers eight, he puts up. At eight to one, it just it doesn't. And he never. I'm not trying to put the jinx on the guy. I don't want to see that, but he, he always seems to be healthy too. He never misses games. So it's unbelievable. I, I know. I think uh, he's going to average three, you know, close to 300 yards passing a game, and he's going to play what 15 games minimum. So you're talking about over 4,500 yards. It's, I think we figured it out. Gonna, if he plays right all there. 17, it's only 265 a game. And yeah, like you said, 43-year-old yeah. Brady in 16-game season had 4,600 yards passing over that. 44-year-old uh, Brady had 53-16. That's insanity. Why is this is number they, so right. low, Bri? Well, I, I, again, I mean, they obviously factor in, right? I mean, I think for all of these players, they probably look at like 90% of their prior year number, 85%, just because they're like, you know what? In a 17-game season, maybe he doesn't have to play week 17. Maybe mm -hmm. he also sits another game. Maybe, you know, when it's a 17-game season, you can't, a quarterback could miss, you know, if they want a quarterback to stay healthy, you could miss two or three games, right? And it, it might not necessarily affect you overall. So, I I mean, I think that's mm -hmm. why you got to cut this down. So, if I was looking at this, I would probably... I would look instead of playing the over, you know, instead of playing the over yards, maybe I would look at most passing yards or instead of playing the over touchdowns, maybe I'd look at most passing touchdowns just because I, I think there's maybe a little bit more value there. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think that's how they look at all these. Everybody's number. You're probably like 85% of everybody's prior year number. That's probably how they're somewhat coming up with this. Where, where was he in passing yards last year? Uh, among, I'm trying to think passing yards. 2021. Uh, let me look. I should have had this, but I mean, 5,316. If you just go by that, he shouldn't be eight to one. Should no. he? No, definitely not. I mean, he had the most. Yeah. He had, number, he had he was the number most one, yards last year. Right? So. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Justin yep. Herbert had five. Yep. He, he and Justin Herbert, the only ones over 5,000. 5,300 so yards. Boy, they are really just I mean, factoring this age. They're really factoring this yeah, age but, in all these numbers. Well, yeah. But that is, I, I when you factor in for Brady, a, age is not a factor. I mean, he right. doesn't. No. There, Darren, there's right. nothing. This that's not a factor. I mean, yeah, if he was fifty, I guess eventually you'd have to start factoring in him. But what's the difference between Brady? I, his arm is probably just as good. He's probably in just as good a shape he ever, as he ever was. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think they have lost a lineman or two. Is that a possibility, too? Are they factoring Yeah, Jensen being out in? is big. Definitely. Well, they lost yeah, a kid. Yeah. Um, Worse, they said it's going to be okay, though. Right? Hobart. Didn't he retire, too, Bri? Um, The one kid who started for them uh, was drafted out of Hobart. Oh, yeah. 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 I thought he might have uh, retired. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. His name is slipping my mind, but I thought he retired in the offseason. So maybe they're factoring a couple of those things in. Allie Marpet, to, to right? It. I yeah. doubt it. I doubt mm -hmm. it, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm still going under. Uh, I know it's fishy. We're talking <laughs> until we see it. We're talking fish here. I'm, until Go we ahead. see it, though, the, the Tampa Bay, just every every week, it's 31 points, 34 points, 28 points every single week. Well, no, you're right. And Parley Kid said it's not like the last six weeks of the year. Has he developed a noodle arm or anything? Like, just keeps it going. It's pretty steady. And, and, and that's what we get with Tom Brady. Now he's a criminal. We laid it out on extra points. I mean, another <laughs> another freaking scandal. He's going to have more scandals than rings, right? Uh, the Flategate, Spygate, he benefited over, off of this whole thing, this collusion thing with the Dolphins. He's going to have seven or eight um, scandals before it's all said and done. So That's good for you, Tom Brady. Um, you know, <laughs> they wouldn't let Tony Romo enter that booth with all those scandals. Ooh. That's for sure. Uh, Too busy doing commercials. 
Yeah. Oh, that'll be the next thing. How many Brady commercials are we going to see? www.buffalowildwings.com slash fantasy. Book your draft parties in advance. You get half off bar food appetizers. That's great. Oh, and there's like a punishment pack, which includes six free blazing wings. You get the, uh, uh, yeah, you get the dirt bag who finished last in your league. Go get it. Oh, is Six that the- free blazing wings uh, at the last place uh, bib right there. Certificate of underachievement right like there's that. a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, do we so get a, do that? It, I think do that should be Kappa consequences, Sal. Kappa consequences. Yeah, you're right. All right, let's put that in the, um, you know, who has the hottest wings in New York, Harry? Oof, Upstate? Oof. Take Boy, them right there, like Pudgy's Pizza has hot, hot wings. They did Maybe have some pretty a, good hot wings. Yeah. Maybe do we that's get a discount? They're a sponsor. Do we get a discount with them, by the way? Yes, I know that's always important on your <laughs> agenda to get a discount. We will have a discount. Uh, whatever Beautiful. you want. Uh, there you go. So www.buffalowildwings.com slash fantasy. Let's take a quick break and we'll talk about Vince Scully. All right, baseball, Mets, Braves, five-game series. Good Lord. I don't know how much of this I could take, and it's only August. It's, uh, it's craziness. I don't know, Parley Kid. I feel like we're going back a ways a little bit but in, in the week. But DeGrom goes five, gives up a run. I should be excited about it. And then I forgot how putrid those Mets bats are whenever he steps on the mound. Disgusting. Uh, Garrett Cole, also disgusting. Six runs in the first inning. I don't know why we're all gloom and doom. Yankees are up 11. You should be okay, but not good when you see the Aces um, struggle like that. Not even that they struggled. DeGrom, if if he could bat ninth, which he basically should at this point, he probably could have bailed himself out, but not the case. And uh, Mets continue to play dog shit offensively uh, against uh, when he's pitching. But Garrett Cole's got to be an issue right now. Yeah, I don't, you know, Cole is a slow starter in a lot of these games. He always typically in most of his starts when he is bad, it's just mm-hmm. one bad inning. It's not like cumulative where he gives up one in the first, maybe two in the third. It seems like he he cruises, has one bad inning in the sixth or starts off the game poorly. It's uh I'm not I'm not sure they got to get that figured out. I mean, they're paying him too much money. Uh, for him to yeah. not be a true ace, he's got to be a true ace. Where, uh, and, you know, and all that will be forgiven as if the Yankees are in the playoffs and it's a big game and he shuts some team down. So that's when it's going to really count anyway. But uh, when you're when you're making his type of money, but you've six be in a the true Darren, ace. Darren, maybe in the sixth or the seventh after he's done, but it's six in the first at home. Come on, well, mm. I, th- we've seen this happen before with with him Three where bomb. he gives up. Look, we saw, I forget what game it was, some point this season, I think he gave up three straight home runs in the first inning in another game where it's three straight, boom, 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 back to back mm-hmm. to back. Uh, I, I, I don't know. He's not coming out of the bullpen ready. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure. Normally he has some type of reasoning or excuse for it, it seems like. Um, but he's going to have to step his game up. 324 million to play once every five days. Come on. And he gets Six a discount at Buffalo Wild Wings. I know. It's all, it's all <laughs> Do you guys have sports clips by you? Sports yeah, clips? Yeah, there's, there's some, I think. I mean, yeah, I know, I, not, right. neither, none it's, of you have had to have a haircut in many years. But, yeah, that's uh, the sports clips by us, we would take the, the boys there. And they have, you know, it's all sports out. They have big screen TVs as you're getting your haircut. I wandered into a sports clip uh, yesterday 
uh, and watched the Yankees. I had money on the Yankees. I think I did a Yankees Mets parlay. And uh, I wanted it and it was right in front. And I'm cursing at the screen while I'm getting my hair cut. And the, and the stylist's like, what's wrong? I mean, she quickly figured out that I had bet on it. But then what they do is <laughs> um, they look around and they designate someone the MVP. And so I was MVP. So I, 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 I calmed down a little bit. And, uh, and you go back and they wash your hair in the back. It's really great. It's a great deal. Sports clubs, yeah. You're just the MVP of the room. I actually apologized to the guy next to me. I'm like, she's like, she had just started my cutting my hair. She's like, you know what? You're going to be MVP today. I was like, oh, sorry, dude. It seems a little premature to to announce that I'm MVP, but this is how it goes, I guess, at Sports Clip. So um, I'm an MVP. I still lost hundreds that's, and hundreds of dollars. That's there. the next sponsorship yeah. right there. Sports I think Clips. that's it. Let's go. Sports Clips. Babyface, have you ever been to a Sports Clips? No, I'm fascinated by this. I mean, is there a, oh, it's great. Is there a presentation? Did you did you make a speech? I didn't make a speech. They they you go back in a dark room and you sit in a massage chair. And I'm like, oh shit, is this a Deshaun Watson thing about to happen here? And they wash your hair. And uh and and that's it. Um they don't dry your hair though. They she was about to let me leave with uh, very wet hair. And I was like, hey, can we can we dry this? So I don't know if that's part of the uh MVP experience, but yeah, I was MVP of the sports club yesterday. <laughs> By the way, I was thinking about it. The first time Deshaun Watson, the whoever the team masseuse is, like well, like this 56-year-old like fat guy is like, okay, like uh Deshaun, you know, so you know, I'm free and give you a massage whenever. And he's gonna be like, Who the fuck? Are you? I don't like massages. Get to get out of my face. Don't you see what's going on here? I would, I'd love to be there when somebody like, because you know, management is going to push it. Be like, Hey, make sure Deshaun knows he has a massage at his disposal whenever he wants. And so some poor idiot has to go up to him, man or woman. And he's like, I don't like massages. What, what is wrong? What about this? Don't you understand? Anyway, <clears throat> maybe that's just an SNL skit uh, for right now. Hey, uh, Vin Scully passed away 94 years old. More of a West Coast guy, obviously, uh, synonymous with the Dodgers as as much as anyone really could be. Uh, the captain of the Riverboat Casino was very upset upon hearing the news, and he wanted to know through a gambling lens which we would pick for our greatest Vin Scully call. Would it be Henry Aaron's record-breaking home run plus 150? Would it be Kirk Gibson's home run in the World Series against the A's, 2-1, uh, to one, Dodgers A's? Bill Buckner's error, yes. Plus 350, 86 World Series. Dwight Clark catch. No. Oh, what was that 81 gosh, no. parlay kid? Uh, oh, six to gosh. one odds against the Cowboys. Or the field at even parlay kid. Start us off. Greatest Vince uh, Coley call. Well, I, I can't take that uh, Cowboys one. That was, that no. was, um, that was a, that really, really, I, when I look back at that moment in my childhood, Sal, it really is incredible. Like that game, mm-hmm. that still really, really bothered me, that game, right? Um, and watching that now, having to watch that highlight over the last several days, uh, and man, Montana's pump fake really did it because he had two tall Jones and Randy White like mm-hmm. coming down on it. But they both, when he pump faked, they both went up once they came down is when he threw the ball. What a play. But that wouldn't be it. Here's what it is, Sal. I'm a freshman, University of Dayton, 1988, right. October 15th. A bunch of us uh, guys uh, have some money on the game. Uh, uh, over in Dayton, and we're in our little Founders Hall, um, dorm room, room three hundred five, I believe. Uh, uh, I was in, and uh, that home run by Gibson, mm-hmm. uh, not only won us money, but the call was classic. 
Gibson's celebration with the arm, like kind of like pump. Uh, just a, a great moment. That's the one I remember the most uh, because it was just also a great time in my life. Uh, yeah. So, uh, when that when that happened as well. Uh, there's so many great Vince Scully, a, a gimpy, a gimpy uh, Kirk Gibson who didn't even didn't even come out for the pregame introductions. He was so injured, right? So and like, banged grab up. A bat. So, and Eckersley was the best. Eckersley was unhittable back then, oh, right? I mean, you can't even explain like it, he was as so good, good as anybody. Yeah, and it's funny, even Gibson's swing on that home run was yeah. not like a, a classic swing. It was like I'm a, I'm hurt. Let yeah, me just try yeah, to get yeah. the barrel of this, of the ball on my yep. the barrel of the bat, you know, and yep. it just what a, and the, the call was apropos, perfect. Sixty five seconds, I think he went silent after uh, giving it its just to uh, Vince Scully. Go ahead, brother Brian. Well, what are you going to say? That's what I yep. was going to say. That the great thing about Vince Scully, right, is it's he's not mm-hmm. really that animated, right? He lets it, he lets it breathe. He lets you hear the so the, smooth. He yes. lets you hear yes. the, the, the crowd going crazy. Yes. Um, exactly. And actually that's why I actually, when I look at this and I'm sure you're going to have this, uh, I mean, the Buckner error to me, that's really, I, for as much as like, you know, he has that, you know, he's animated for that quick bit on the Gibson Homer, you know, when he mm-hmm. yelled like the whole Buckner behind the bag, like when he, like, Behind the bag. I know he's really the uh, passion chills, in his chills. voice there. Really, you know, yeah. uh, for as much as I hate the Mets and I hated that scenario, I mean, you kind of mm-hmm. forget when listening to that how long that Mookie Wilson at bat was, right? It was just like right. a very, very much him, him just saying foul ball, foul ball for a while there. But I do think that's where he really showed a lot of an emotion there. And it's funny, as a kid, mm-hmm. I didn't even, I wouldn't even have known. As a kid, you know, Vince Scully doing that for all the years I heard it, not until I was like a teenager um, that I even know that was him. But it's amazing. He's yeah. been been around. I mean, the fact that he called Larson's per- perfect game, right? I mean, I had to think. I'm, I was like, Jesus, how old? Crazy. How old? Was oh, it's insane. Vince Scully? Yeah, 94 is a lot of years <laughs> when you think about it. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Bro, I, I'll say the same thing. I mean, obviously, you know, it's interesting. He he made the greatest call of my life. I, like I said, I still get chills when I hear behind the best, low roller down first, behind the bag. I still get chills. But Parley Kid, to your point, he made the worst call of my life too. It was probably the, the NFC Championship, Montana uh, rolling right, touchdown to Clark. So uh, I'm on both ends of the spectrum with Scully. But yes, I'll give the nod. Obviously, as a young 15 uh, year old Mets fan, to the '86 Buckner error call. Harry, what are you going to say? Yeah, I mean the, uh, the the Gibson was fantastic, but I think maybe even a little bit overshadowed a little bit by by, uh, by Scully. There was Jack Buck's call when he did say. I don't believe what I just saw, but it's still yeah. tremendous with Scully. Yeah, as he well, gets credit for that Scully, but it wasn't him. It was Buck. Yeah, it was it was Buck. But with the Mets and the and and the grounder between Buckner's legs, he just calls that perfectly. Here comes Knight, yeah. and the Mets win it. And he, he says, yeah. it right when Knight steps on home plate, and the Mets go crazy, and the fans were already going crazy before the pitch even started because mm-hmm. of of the rally that was going on in the tenth. But also yep. a little bit afterwards, he says. If one picture is worth a thousand words, you have seen about a million words. That was tremendous. Yeah. Awesome. Just awesome. And there were some others too. I mean, even the, the Hank Aaron, historically, the call and just the, and, and, and capsulizing like the moment, like well, uh, 40,000 mostly white fans on their feet in the South celebrating mm-hmm. yeah, Henry yeah. Aaron, a man yeah. of color. Yep. Like I'm screwing up the words here. 
breaking no, Babe Ruth's record. But yeah, historically, point, you put it into yeah. perspective. Really did. Uh, one of the greats. And like we talked about, like like people would bring more stories. I'm hearing like you you don't see this. You won't see like you can put like Al Michaels up there as one of the greats. You won't see like people. There's stories about people turning off the sound of their TV if Scully was on the radio and watching the Dodgers that way. I certainly witnessed yeah. people bringing a transistor radio to the ballpark to listen to Scully as you're at the game. Yeah. And like you, you would you would think like you'd yell at these people for forcing you to listen to, you know, their, whatever their taste is. But no, it was just like understood. Like if we could hear Vince Scully uh, throughout the uh, stadium, then. Then let's do it. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's that. Uh, yeah. So that's the Riverboat well, Casino. All right. So Buckner error plus three fifty. I love it. We won huh. big on that, fellas. Well, now let's. Uh, if I could ask Harry yeah. a question, though, Harry went to broadcast. Harry wanted to be a broadcaster, right? Oh, right. Sure. That's right. I, Harry, who who did you model? Like, who was your like the guy you looked up to the most? Like, who did you want to be mm. like? His brother, but oh, but he's oh, I'm broadcasting. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's kind of, you know, I can't stand him now. And like it's his voice in the home run derby and everything. But growing up when we were watching highlights and ESPN was coming into its own and just like uh, and just with the football, with the NFL Berman. being bigger, just Berman. I just, you know, for the longest time, I did love Berman and just the nicknames. And it was, you know, the mid to late 80s. And then moving on, it was probably Berman. Berman, uh, I, I I appreciate him and what he did for ESPN. I associated with him with losing money though. College, what is it? What was it called? When we after the four o'clock games, was it? What, what's it called when they recap all of it? It's all uh, money lost for uh, me. Was that the prime t- prime time show or wasn't it prime time? NFL prime time was it? NFL I prime maybe, time. That was it. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. Tom Jacks. Yeah. I, Tom Jacks. I get the feeling of losing money yes. and trying to regroup and try to figure out what I'm betting and losing on the Sunday night game, which really <laughs> well, was it was, it, right. it was him and Tom Jackson and the music that they were playing in, in the background. Breaking down the game's pretty damn good on how you probably could have won or lost if you had gambled on it. Not without with at the time, without mentioning gambling at all. Yeah, great. Uh all right. <laughs> but we are gonna mention gambling because we have a, a we have a duty to the society right now at large. And this segment is called Sharp Tank. You guys give me your weekend picks and I'm going to jump on one of them. Um, Parley Kid, you won last week and Harry and Bride lost. Is that yep. right? Your UFC pick one? No, yeah, I, Harry, I, I won. Harry won. Harry won. Who did oh, you did have, win. Harry? Yeah. England oh, yours was soccer. like a Sunday soccer thing, right? Yeah, you England. know, the English women. Yeah, for sure. Okay. All right. So hit us up, uh, Harry, then, if you're, if you're very okay. confident in this week's selection. Go ahead. I, I am. I'm going to uh, go back to soccer, but the, back to the uh, Major League Soccer. Um, I have hit four of my last six sharp tanks. So I'm going to take mm. another total here. I'm going to take Colorado and Minnesota United to go over two and a half at minus 138. The last five matches between these two have landed three goals or more. Um, the last two matches for Colorado, over two and a half. The last three matches for Minnesota have gone over two and a half. And July 30th, Minnesota tied Portland where there was eight goals scored. And on August 2nd, New York Red Bulls and Colorado combined for nine goals. Colorado won in the shootout 5-4. So give me over two and a half between Colorado and Minnesota Whoa. United. Do they play with goalies? What? How are they like nine goals in these games? What the hell's going on? All right, that, seems a little, that seems too easy. Isn't Darren a New York Reds Bull fan? No, Darren. Yeah, he is. Yeah. 
All right, Harry. <laughs> learn, learn from learn from Vince Scully. Sometimes you don't need to say too much. Just let let, let there be silence. Yeah, brother Bry. Go ahead. What are you going? All with? right. Well, I got to go UFC again. We got to go UFC <laughs> again. And um, yeah, this card card not great. It's kind of kind of weak. The last couple of fights in this card are pretty good. Uh, but I'm going to go mm. the main event here. I'm going to go Jamal Hill. I was thinking about taking him by KO early. Uh, Mikey Meatballs, right before the pod, kind of convinced me to think about decision. So I'm going to take Jamal Hill over Thiago Santos by decision at 6-1. to oh. one. At 6-1. to one. Um, I know Hill is, you know, he's he beat Walker by KO in the first. Usually his fights go one or two rounds. But I'm banking this on, you know, Santos, while he's, you know, he's getting up there in age. He might not have many fights left. Uh, he hasn't mm-hmm. been stopped since Branch in 2018. And he's fought some killers in there. You know, he he fought Ankalaev. Uh, he went five rounds with. He did go five rounds with Walker. Um, you know, he went the distance with Rakic. Um, so, again, it's been a while since he's been stopped. I think he'll kind of, he'll, you know, he'll be very careful early on against Hill. He'll be looking for a knockout early. So, you know, looking at those odds, I mean, I know Hill's, you know, Hill went five rounds once a long time ago, but at six to one, kind of like it. I mean, four of his 10 fights, I know, again, everything's been KO recently, but four of his 10 fights or four of his 10 wins have been by decision. So it's not like that's never happened before. So six to five rounds. Yeah, five it's a rounder. F- it's a five rounder. But again, Santos won five rounds his last two fights. I mean, he's okay. gone the distance, I think, his last four. So so six All to right. one, six to one for Hill. Parley kid, you got off the UFC Schneider. Wait, you had UFC, right? Yeah, two, two in a row. Two weeks yeah. in a row. Two yeah. in a row in UFC after uh having a really nice UFC streak and then losing like three or four in a row. I'm back two in a row. I'm gonna stick with UFC. Uh one of the fighters here, uh the fighter I'm going with, uh Vincente Luque has been very good to me on uh, over the last mm. several years on our podcast. I've I've won some nice money with him. I even won when I had uh, I went against him in his last fight against Bilal Muhammad when Muhammad was actually a little bit of a dog and beat him. Uh, and that was a fight where Muhammad's very solid. Uh, Muhammad happened to take him down five times in the fight. Mm. Uh, Luke won the uh, standing up battle, but when you get taken down five times, it's going to be hard to win. I'm going to be taking Luke over Jeff. Uh, Neil by decision at plus two sixty. Uh, Neil uh, won his last fight against Santiago Ponzinibbio by split decision, uh, but prior to that, lost to Neil Magny. Uh, lost mm-hmm. to, uh, says he's lost to Stephen Thompson. Hasn't been really great, but he's solid enough to go the distance with Luke. Uh, but I think Luke right. and Neil is not a takedown guy, so Neil's going to stand up and uh, you know fight with Luke, which is what he wants. So. I think he's good enough, though, to go the distance with Luke, but he's not good enough to win. Let's take Luke by decision at plus 260. All right. I think you oh, can get... kid's been hot. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, I think you can get plus money for this to go the distance, right? Which I which I really liked. Uh, let's see. Yeah, probably. Just in general. It's yeah, it's, and it's only a three-round three fight. It's plus 126 to go the distance, which I, I like a lot. good value yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep. It's a good one. All right, Parley Kid, you have been on a roll here with the UFC. Harry also with the soccer, although it was like More European honestly, Championship. Okay. Yeah, uh, quiet, quiet. I gotta, I gotta <laughs> think. I gotta think here. <laughs> have to think. Bry, Jamal. All right, Harry, I'll go with you. Minus 130, Colorado. What is it? Min Yu? What, what is it? What yeah, the hell is it? Minnesota United. Minnesota United. Over two and a half goals. 
Um, there doesn't seem to be a lot of defense played in some of these games. So, all right, I'll go with you. That's what, Saturday or Sunday? Uh, Saturday, I believe. By the way, Paul, like it, how great would that have been if, if you know, like Vince Scully's call last call. By the way, that Dwight Clark game was his last football game he ever called. Could have easily been the Cowboys scoring on the other end. Drew Pearson, horse collared in front of everyone to see, and they didn't have the y- yards on. And I think the very next play was a fumble. Uh, killing the ensuing uh, drive, right? It was a right? turnover. At the, everybody always forgets that. Exactly yeah. right. Yes, that's very true. We're driving. Very All true. we needed was like a septi end. It would have been right in there. Uh, all right. Yeah, hey, it would have been reach right in out there. to us. The Parlay Kid. Lots of stuff going on. He's got Poison Ivy, but he's also teaching <laughs> summer school right here <laughs> on this podcast. Summer school with the Parlay Kid. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. That's the email address to hit us at. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Sean Stahn has a poison ivy solution and a summer school question, Parley mm. kid. Poison <laughs> ivy solution. I've only done this in severe cases, but gas kills the poison ivy and stops the itch. It will look bad oh. for a few days. It's true. Gasoline kind of does uh, kill really anything. Um, it will kill you if you if you drink it, too. Parley kid, how's it going I, with that? Wow. You, you're on steroid, though, now, right? Uh, yeah, prednisone is, uh, seems to be working. Um like it seems like it's it's I got the the stuff that I've that's been around now the poison ivy that seems like the rash that's been around for mm-hmm. over a week is starting to go away but then I seem like I got other stuff reappearing I, that's like new stuff it's like I I don't know what's going oh, no. I don't know if I have some in my yard that I'm not aware of that anytime oh, I walk out there I'm getting it but it, it is working I'm I'm getting some sleep it's been it's been much much better much better all right I mean much, gasoline though I mean. Not bad. And prices have gone down like the last 52 days. I know people are like, no, no, I'm not going to waste money on gasoline. But go to to the Cliss's gas station. What is it? Sunoco? Uh, Amico? Go to their Amico right there. They don't have a gas station anymore. They don't have a McDonald's anymore. All right. No, they they sold that. All right. You could find some gas, though, in town. Now, here's a summer school question. I I don't understand this too much. Maybe, Maybe I'm reading it wrong. I'm also a teacher, phys ed and health. Please help settle a debate between myself and a coworker and share with us the most important subject in the health curriculum, specifically middle school, seventh, eighth grade. He is refusing to teach sex ed. Is that a fireable offense? Okay. So this guy says sex ed is the most important in the seventh and eighth grade curriculum. His friend doesn't even uh, teach it. Yeah. Well, I, I think that I guess you got to judge what the school, I mean, is it in your curriculum? Like, does the school have it in their curriculum and ask you to teach it? Uh, and now what it is in our curricu- curriculum mm-hmm. uh, where uh, we are uh, required to teach it, but how in depth we go about it, Sal, yeah. uh, would really be up to me. And I don't, you know, you've been there. You've seen me actually. Yes. Uh, you've seen me in action. Uh, separate from a, a regular class. Yeah, you do like separate. a... Separate. Yes. And if I could tell this story. So, Harry, I don't know if you know this story. I'd love so, to be a fly on the wall when you teach that, about, though, Dan. For about 30 years, I did boys like puberty night, right? Mm-hmm. For fathers and their sons or adult guardians. You know, this is this is a hot topic right now in this country, though, is that when this stuff should be taught. I think 6th, 7th, 8th grade is the appropriate age mm-hmm. to teach it and it doesn't have to be crazy in depth at all you could just um, stand up in front of the group and go like this and then <laughs> and I'm, I'm putting my finger through a hole and then just be done with it right you could 
They, they get yeah, it. You probably really could. But if okay. you remember this night, Sal, so what would happen is, so my principal, he tells me, hey, Darren, look, the guy who used to uh, do this is retired. This uh. is like a week before he tells me. He's like, I need you to show up and run this boy's health night for me. You're the health teacher. I need to do it. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, um, all right, what do I this do? This is early just show in your up. career. You're in your 20s yeah, at this very, point. I'm like 23 yeah. years old. I'm like 22, <laughs> 23 years old. Okay. So now I, 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 well, what do you need me to do? Just show up, start the, mo- the movie, which I'll get to in a second, and then answer some questions. Just answer some questions. Yeah. So of, I was stupid enough to tell you about this, right? Like, yes. look, I got to do this. So- <laughs> I so now for a week I am sweating bullets. I am so <laughs> nervous that I was going to have to get up there in front of like uh, parents now and talk mm-hmm. about this stuff. I'm a young guy myself, uh, so I show up and so the movie is like what you would see like on the Wonder Years. It's like right. on a projector. It's a you know like on a uh, you know so it just I, I show it and it's like from the 1960s the, the mm-hmm. video right. It's got like. <laughs> High school kids with bell-bottom jeans on, long hair. They look like they're like 40 years old. And the vi- it's a puberty video, what you would have probably seen like one, on like the Wonder Years or something yeah, like that. Yeah, cartoon sperm so I, dancing around and like, weird shit like that. Like, black and so white. So I'm thoroughly yeah. embarrassed about that. I'm like, oh, gosh. And then, I okay, um, I'm going to hand out some index cards because I was a little concerned <laughs> about people just raising their hands and asking Good me move. questions. Right? Smart. So, I'm yeah. going to hand out index cards, so you're going to have a question and answer period. If you, anybody of you has questions, please write them down. I will try my best to answer them, right? So, by the way, I've been collecting these cards now for, uh, you know, 30 years. And I, I, did I tell you, I think I lost the cards. I can't find them, which I was going to write a book with uh. all these questions because they are incredible. They're mm-hmm. rate, some, so many of them are rated X questions out of the mouths of like you lost 10, 11 and 12 year olds. Oh, no. un- Sal, I don't know. I don't know what happened to them. Really. I spent this whole year looking for them. I couldn't find like, them. Uh, like so when anyway, you find out your parents threw out your baseball cards. Like where are my index that's what it was cards? Like. Dad, what that's you- what it was. That's exactly how I feel like that. Like the, like the Mickey Mantle card that was yeah. thrown out. I lost like some uh, Mickey Mantles and Hank Aaron baseball cards here. Right. When these questions got thrown out. But Sal, you and Frank both, our buddy Frank showed up that night and you guys both put questions Uh into the question (laughs) box that night. Uh Um, Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't remember. I remember remember being there and I don't remember what the question was or, I mean, you just didn't read it, right? (laughs) I, I, I still had it amongst my questions if I could find it, but I remember one was, um, how red Frank's balls were, <laughs> which, which if you know our our group, right, that's been a question. That's his fantasy for, football team name, Red Balls. Uh, he has red hair, and we assume everything else is red. And we we right. uh, I don't know. It just delights and, us to no end. So you but, asked yeah. that question, and then I think you asked something about Stale Dale, our pal, <laughs> buddy Stale Dale. Um, People should maybe know. about yeah. maybe about how long his. Uh, uh, private parts were or yes, something like yeah, that, right? So people want to know. So of course, yeah. I I kept those questions. I I wish I had those, but I did my best to answer. I got better and better as mm-hmm. every year that that went on. Uh, I would get I got uh, uh, other teachers that would come, like not to you, but like 
parents that were teachers. Like, can you come do this at our school? Like, really? This is a great program. You were that the type man. of thing. I never did because I who would want to do that more? Right. Like I don't. You know, that's not something you wanted to do. <laughs> um, since COVID, we haven't even done the night. To be honest with you, well, so, of course. Um, yeah. I'm probably yeah, well, done everyone, with that part of my career. Sex and COVID, it's fine. Yeah. But uh, I think the kids, you got it as a teacher. Look, these kids can look not like us growing up, Sal. Well, we're going to look through an encyclopedia to find some of this information. These kids can find all this information now. It's good as a teacher to be there for the kids. If they have any questions that they want to ask regarding it, go right ahead. I, you know, I'm very concrete with it, Sal, um, in terms of, uh, but I think as teachers, it can be uncomfortable, but I think in middle school, it should be taught uh, in some, in some form to whatever the teacher is comfortable with discussing but i still think there are boundaries there are some things that are left best for a parent to answer that a teacher doesn't have to answer everything about frank's balls and everything. how red they are right. yeah i think exactly. you ask your parents like that want. type no, of stuff i'm with you like that i think as well especially now because you're three seconds away from violent porn of uh, any sixth grader could find it right and so you don't want that to be the first thing or it used to be your friends would tell you you know Remember Stephen Bonavita being like, "You don't know what the bases are," and I was like, "Yeah, first bit, and then you get a double." And he's like, and he's like laughing at me. I, I was probably like nineteen well, years did old. You guys, I, I mean, so yeah. when we were in school, yeah. like I know, I know, probably in high school at least, when in high school health class, yeah. I even think when we had eighth graders in middle school. Like now we have it's only health class in seventh grade, mm-hmm. but we used to the kids used to have it in all the grades, six, seven, eight. By the time they were in eighth grade. They were watching the miracle of life. Yeah. Yep. Eighth grade. Uh, right, you right, you right, saw right. a birth. You mm-hmm. saw a birth. I mean, you yeah. saw it. Like, and I would always stop it and be like, guys, look, if you don't want to watch this. And we'd send a letter home to the parents. Interesting. Asking permission to watch it. Yeah. But if they didn't want to watch it, uh, the parent would, you know, I, I was fine with that. Would send them off to the library or something. The p- kids that watched it. Uh, did you guys ever see that? I mean, you can watch it, uh, uh, you know, yeah, anywhere yeah, now. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. We should Garrett, do a study that was, that, on how those kids turned out Garrett, versus Garrett, the ones whose parents. Guaranteed. Way to color your bases, D. Parley can probably pa- what pass, are bases? passes yeah. out every time he sees that video. Anytime I showed it, I would. I, I, I don't like. I look away. I, I've hardly right. ever seen it. I I look away. That and the Dwight Clark catch. <laughs> yeah, those are the two things. Babyface, do you feel like Parley kid answered that uh, thoroughly enough? <laughs> I, I I don't know why the Islanders haven't hosted a puberty night yet with the. Uh, you know, <laughs> my you wife. Teach this came yeah. up the other day. This came up the other day, and my wife said because she works in the school with me, so right. so she she said, uh, she can't believe the things that I'm talking about when she walks by my class sometimes, like what comes <laughs> up and how and how really how easy like it's not like I honestly enjoy doing that unit actually right because i don't go crazy i don't go crazy with it i don't go nuts with it but no we have some fun with I it i think you work stuff, in some you know? tom brady season-long props in there and everybody's happy right <laughs> let's do it uh all right thank so you sean that was a good question two good questions with solution and a question so gasoline and um actually gasoline's <laughs> the answer to both puberty and and i think severe cases of poison ivy sean Stone, uh cousin <laughs> sal against the lots at gmail Dot com. That's it. Did we cover it all, Babyface? I think we got it. Yeah, I think uh, now, I mean, it, it sounds like if this isn't cured by next week, I think he's just trying to get out of chores. I mean, who who has poison? Yeah. <laughs> this is 
Yeah, you almost have to stay inside, Parley Kid. You got. I've learned a lot about poison ivy because I've never had it since probably been eight or nine years old, and I didn't mm-hmm. realize it's like one to three weeks that you're yeah. dealing with it. In a lot of points, like it's like three up to three weeks, and it, it comes at like different points where it, I've read that it's all about these oils, and you can still have oil, the oh. plant oil, on like certain some, right. another. You know, it can still be on my phone, I, I, even though I've wiped my phone I, you know, down. It's it funny. can still I, be on it. I should have told you that, Darren. You know, the best thing usually for, I, I don't know why I didn't say this the last time, is, is if you wash with dishwashing liquid. Yeah, really? like, like, like Dawn or yeah. something, like Dawn, Palmolive Dawn's or something. Dawn's the best yeah. because hmm. it doesn't, it doesn't yeah. spread it where other soaps will spread the poison. There you go. Yeah. Dawn, yeah. Um, Sports Clips. Buffalo Wild Wings. I mean, I, we're racking up the sponsorships here. It's uh, it's really good. <laughs> it's a good mix. I, it's I, a good I, mix. I like, yeah, I, I like our listeners. Their suggestions were bleach and gasoline. <laughs> I love it. I love it. If you can get your hands on I some acid, it. go into the chemistry lab right there in class, get some acid, pour that all over your body too. Like, <laughs> but for very extreme oh, groups here. Scott right, wouldn't be opposed. Uh, <laughs> extrapoints.com slash arcade join up august prop culture we're gonna get a gold cap for our brother bry well i think he'd settle for a bronze cap at this point well we'll figure it out maybe maybe you go three for ten or better we'll get your bronze cap and that'll do it for another episode of against all odds for spaghetti for meatballs for babyface joel solomon and the jenner trifecta i'm sal saying so long and happy handicapping na, 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 na.